Warning, this podcast typically features spoilers and strong opinions. Proceed with caution. Hello and welcome to Then A Moment, the podcast where two lifelong storytellers talk about stories. I'm Pavi Prochko, audiobook narrator, author, actor, singer, etc. And I am Colin Funk, a childhood development expert and teaching artist. And today we're going to be talking about, drumroll, Book, Book of, of Mormon. Mormon. But first. Uh, yes, the first. We have our moments of the week. Yes. Uh, I'll go first this time. Go for it. So, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I wrote a story for oh. um, some competition. I've been submitting to a bunch of short story competitions. I'm going to start taking... Uh, writing courses and things to kind of level up my game because I'm hoping to get into the uh, real honest to goodness publishing. Um, and uh, I reread the short story I just submitted to the uh, NYC Midnight Competition. It's a short story competition in rounds, etc. Long story short, mm -hmm. I read this story and um, it was pretty good. But there is a moment in it. <laughs> Give me the moment, yes. I did proofread it. So he did proofread it, so he knows what I'm talking about. But there's a moment where uh, this character who kind of is cursed to do this um, morning routine every single day, he has to get on the same train, in the same car, mm -hmm. on the same mm -hmm. seat, and his kind of crush is sitting in that seat. Ooh. And uh, out of nowhere, he... <laughs> He um, is all uh, mixed up in his mind and tells his crush that he's got good teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, incidentally, is oh. um, pretty much the first thing that I uh, said to Colin, who happens to be my husband. Uh -huh. We are now married. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, because after, the first after thing the first I said, after, after the first was, line was, you, you have, have good teeth. teeth. But I used the line from he, my life. He did. Uh, he did. And uh, that wasn't the moment. The moment that I <sighs> loved was was um, it, as soon as something happens that he doesn't get his routine done, like extraordinary things happen. Mm -hmm. And in this case, just a bunch of enormous teeth get on the train and like <laughs> stack yeah. themselves into like a smile at one end of the train car. And I don't know, I just think that's a funny image. <laughs> Uh -huh. And I forgot that that's how I put it in there. Yeah. And reading it again, uh, I just was struck by that moment. Yeah, it's nice that you can forget since you've written yeah. it and, and get to enjoy it yourself. It's pretty easy uh, for me. My attention is elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, you just get to the end and it's it's all fresh. It's all gone. It's just... Yeah, not enough room in my brain. So that's once nice. once <laughs> once I'm I mean, done with it, it's gone. It's flowing free. It's that's not... right. That's That's what we'll say. <laughs> sure. What was your moment? Um, you know what? I'm going to have to go with a classic. Um, go with some Will and Grace, I think. One of oh. my favorite television series of all time. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And it holds is, up. It's great. It's still amazing. The mm -hmm. comedy makes me laugh still. I Every think it's Every single time, for sure. The same jokes. And I'll it, know they're coming, and they're still so funny. <laughs> yeah. The cast is so stupid. They're Extraordinary. So it's like really kind of a, a unicorn cast. Uh, it is often a show that I have in the background or put on before I go to bed, yeah. things like that. So it's often playing. But this week, I don't know, one of the episodes, uh, the moment that, that tickled me, it, they're so stupid and they're so 
they like they're they're not even it's like clever by being so obvious and so broad. <laughs> they, they made a joke. They were like, the, they had big news. Will and Grace are going to have a baby together. And they're like, but let's not tell Jack and Karen yet. And of course, they both <laughs> have told. The, yeah, they've both told each of them. So Jack and Karen know. They each know. Um, and of course, they're like, Jack and Karen just like talk to each other about everything anyway. Sure. But um as they were sitting down to dinner or whatever, Jack and Karen just lift a glass and say, congrats on, here's to Will and Grace's baby. And both Will and Grace look at each other and are like, what you told? What well, you told? <laughs> and Will was like, Jack doesn't count, he doesn't listen. And Grace goes, well, Karen doesn't count. She's always plastered or waste whatever. Drunk, she's always drunk and uh, in response, Karen starts to say something and it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Wait, where are we? Because <laughs> she's very drunk. Yep, she's very drunk. And yep. then after a second, Jack just goes, wait, what? And it's just like <laughs> so stupid. These jokes are like, it's Jack's really, not listening. Karen's drunk. It's just like so. It's so obvious. Yeah. And it still lands. It's so, they just like lean on the archetypes. Yeah. And. They don't even hide it. It's no. just, it's just stupid, and it really made me laugh. Yeah, they really, they really were masters at the craft of timing, mm -hmm. which is so important. Oh, yes. in I mean, they're in comedy, so but in any good. storytelling, really, it's like the pacing of mm -hmm. even the the minutia yeah. <laughs> of how the lines come out. It's just funny every time, and you can know it's coming, and it's still and it's still funny. So funny. It's just triggers something in our brains. Magic. Magic. All right. Cool. Shall we get to it? Let's get to it. All right. The Book of Mormon. The cast the was uh, the the touring cast. Uh, touring cast in was Chicago. In yep. Chicago, uh, and so we went to go see it. Um, it's your turn to do a synopsis. Okay. So the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> it is a musical by the creators of South Park, and um, they literally took the story of the Book of Mormon, which if you don't know, is the 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 Bible of Mormon people, essentially. Mm -hmm. it's well, like the, a third testament. Yes. That's yes, as they as they put it. But it is it is it is scripture. It is it is the holy book for Mormon people that and it and it kind of talks about how Mormonism came to be. Um and so they they do a little history of that but it, but the story follows two mormon missionary boys that um are on they get assigned to their mission and they get assigned to the the place in the world that they go to help spread mormonism and they get assigned to uganda um even <laughs> though the 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 one the one guy in particular really wants to go to orlando yes and he's like the star the star player um, and they go to Uganda and it is not happy and fun and shiny just like the Mormons are. So they have to figure out how to get the Ugandan people on board with Mormonism, even though their life is terrible and the Mormon boys don't have any experience with that. And so it's about them figuring that out and winning over the Ugandan people and losing faith and gaining faith and... It's just mostly a silly, fun, good time. 
Yeah. That's pretty good. Great. Um, <laughs> what did you know about uh, the show going in? Well, did I've, you did you watch any South Park? Like uh, so, yeah. I you know it was on when I was younger. Not very much. Like that was one of the shows that my mom would not let us watch. So yeah. we didn't watch it very often. I don't even think we had. It was Comedy Central, right? Yeah. We didn't even have Comedy Central. I don't yeah. think. Um, so it was only a show that I would watch here or there a couple times in college. It was like on in the background sometimes when I was hanging out with people, but I haven't seen a lot of South Park. Yeah. Um, it's one that I haven't really seen much of either. I think maybe I've seen a season or two mm -hmm. spread out. And the um, movie. I saw the movie. That was a big deal. I didn't even see the movie. Oh yeah. I, I remember that. That was like, I mean, people freaked out because of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, the movie was a big deal. I yeah. mean, and their whole thing, which, um, which I knew about, like it's, I know like the style of South Park is very irreverent mm -hmm. and it is like shocking, but it like has very specific, um, it like takes things that are, uh, controversial and just like pokes at them. Yeah. Nothing is sacred. Yes. And equally across the board. If you really watch it, I mean, some people I know my mom felt like things were um, like, like very pointed. I think they, she thought it was, you know, a liberal and um, very, you know, one point of view. Yeah. But it really kind but of I isn't. I, I, end. I think I, they're pretty, they're pretty even about who they're making fun of. Yeah. It's just about everybody. They're yeah. pretty neutral in their points of view, if yeah. it feels like. Or they, they try their very hardest to come from that place and to explore the kind of extremes of all sides of these complex and controversial issues, but in a way that's just like taking the piss. They're just yeah. like, they don't give a shit. Right, right. And uh, we've seen the show before. Because it, it the came, Book it, the Book of Mormon had a sit-down production here in Chicago 10 years ago, oh, maybe, um, starring Ben Platt and um, I don't yeah. remember the uh, the other guy. Um, uh, was the other guy? He was in, uh, oh, Nick Rouleau. He's in, uh, oh. uh, he's in the... The uncoupling. <laughs> he's like the he's like the the rival the uh, real estate agent um, that he thinks maybe is having an affair with his husband. No, um, I'm nothing. No, All right. Well, anyway, I don't know what that is. Um, uh, I just remember seeing him on a bunch of like YouTube videos because we were in college at the same time, and mm. that's like what people did yes. in musical theater yeah. school. Mm. <laughs> we would watch other musical theater schools. Oh, you know, senior. You're dating yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm dating myself. That's that's what YouTube was for back then. Yeah, we just um, watch like every other college student sing the same like four yep. new musical theater songs. Yep, horrible, mm -hmm. terrible. Not a great, not a great time for music. No, theater. oh man, not for new musical theater. No, um, but then Book of Mormon comes out. He, it has a sit-down company, and it was one of the shows that would have, the, they'd have the uh, lottery, um, and most okay. of them do here in Chicago. They'll like you can submit to a lottery just online, and you'll get the the you know two or four tickets. Right, right, right. And people kept winning in my friend circle oh, so i just saw so it like seen five it. times seen a lot <laughs> i saw it so many times um in that first time it was here so it was interesting going back and seeing it 10 seeing years it. later yeah yeah I mean, that, that was very interesting because i also saw that 
production before I knew you, before we had synced up our, (laughs) (laughs) our cycles. Um, uh uh, we also know that, uh, our producer here, Colton, (laughs) he, he saw this production as well and apparently was his first musical. Is that right? Yeah, it was my first professional production, I'd say. Oh my goodness gracious. That's exciting. That's very exciting. I mean, as people who... I've been going since I was like six. (laughs) So that's pretty wild to me. Um, But before we get into it, I want to know what you thought of it. I thought it was really good. I didn't really know what to expect going in. My girlfriend just wanted to see it because it was coming to town. And she saw a few musicals before, just like the Mean Girls and like oh, sure. uh-huh. Hamilton. Those sure. were like the two. So she saw this. She said, oh, all my friends love this. Like, we need to see it. And going in, I didn't know what to expect, but I just enjoyed it the entire time. I kind of treated it like a giant episode of South Park in a way. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I like South Park and the humor just kind of did it for me like I, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it yeah it meshes uh interesting uh as as uh, we go on I might have more questions for you uh because I I might have some uh I don't know we'll see we'll see how this conversation rolls out mm-hmm. um so right off the bat first impressions yes um it was I <laughs> I'm like showing my age. I was like scandalized this time, which is so weird because I saw it so many times and I knew what was coming. Yeah. And I was like shocked seeing it again. Which is crazy. Again, which is it's so weird. People, right. like you should have been. I was, pre- I mean, and I had <laughs> seen it and I'm like prepared and I'm like, it happens. I was like, oh my God, I forgot how the, I mean, raunchy, how like. Oh, it really is is just so much swearing, and it's so graphic. And and again, the timing. If we're talking about timing, yeah. The the way they time the jokes and the and the the shock value. The the it's way for they time maximum it, it is, impact. Yeah, it really lands. It lands every time, and it's like I am. I was they are again, pretty masterful. I at was the shock value scandalized, which is so weird. <laughs> Because even at the time when I was watching it before, I was like, oh, come on, you know, it's just art. And I was never one of those people that was like, you know, violence in video games is causing people to go bad. But uh-huh. as we've talked about before, I'm like getting more squeamish as I get older. I'm like, ew, raw meat. I don't want to touch raw meat anymore. Um, I'm trying to get over that one. But even just like watching like violent stuff or like horror movies, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see it. And yeah. I just was like never like that earlier and I don't know if that's like a function of my brain <laughs> calcifying sure <laughs> like grow old um I mean I think part of it too is like well for me I don't know if I was scandalized in the same way you were I there was like things that like caught me caught me off guard yeah. and they they do feel like fresh and shocking still which is crazy but I think some of it is I I think through a contemporary lens some yeah. of the jokes feel even more taboo than yeah. they did back then. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, ever since, I don't know, what was it, uh, 2020, like the the, the reckoning <laughs> of the world, uh, uh, the pandemic's happening, George Floyd gets killed, and, and there's mm-hmm. like an uproar in the world, and yeah. there's a real clenching, and everybody's in fight or flight all the time, and it right. really kind of like changed how 
media was supposed to treat certain subjects and it got very, um, there is just so many tripwires, it seemed like, got laid out or, or that there were like, you know, landmines that sure. seemed to be around in an effort to kind of like insulate everybody who is like panicking and it has just like sure. permeated all of society. It's so weird because now it's like me, even me, I'm like very resistant to that whole idea, the milieu of like concepts of you know, censorship and, and things sure, like that. I'm like sure. very anti, I, I'm yeah. like as close as you can get to like a free speech absolutist without actually oh being God. an absolutist. Um, because of course I know there are limits and, and exceptions. We, we know that, but there's like very few that I'm, I'm like, I'm always skeptical of that. And still it's like in my brain where I'm like, I don't know if we should be joking about this. This makes me so uncomfortable. Right. Oh my well, goodness. I mean, even, even what is being, everybody else thinking? <laughs> even being for free speech doesn't mean you're for that you are comfortable with all speech. Right. That's, those are not the same. Well, and like decorum things. is like, you know, also right. like a, a thing it. in my mind and an important Social part of. Social constructs are also right. important sometimes. Exactly. Right. And so it's, it's, it was interesting just because I think they're more important to me now than they've ever been. And that's funny. Yeah. It's changing my, as I age, it'd be interesting talking to like younger me about this, but. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting the way the show uses these kind of radical and shocking jokes and, and ideas and, and it feels, it feels scandal. It feels, it makes you question. It makes you say like, like you said, should we be talking about that? Should we joke about that? Yeah. It really makes you ask those questions. And I think what they do really well for me is they are not taking the position of the jokes most of the time. Right. right. They are using the jokes to like get us closer to either how ridiculous a subject is or yeah because it's important to actually talk about these things because right. that's as we've talked about before maybe on the show maybe just in private but just that humor is used as a, a method of you know interacting with difficult topics right right and yes. we have we do that in life uh i make you angry you'll make a a joke at me because you're really kind of like diffusing the anger that you're truly feeling but because we have to like interact as human beings and right. you know spouses <laughs> you can't just be yeah. like punching me in the face you make a joke yeah. in real life we do it in we, real life we, we do it and that's how we can interact with these like really hard you, you know ideas like an entire village in uganda that's under a <laughs> warlord's reign and they all have aids <laughs> it's like how do we even talk about something like that without just like falling into despair Right. You take it, you make it a joke. You make it so ridiculous and funny and, and then give it a little heart. And yeah. now you can interact with the information in the kind of a safe environment for your mind. So you don't have to just like sit there being sad. Right. <laughs> well, it allows us to look at it in a way that we're not feeling sorry for the people necessarily. Right. It's not, it doesn't become like a, Oh, this is tragic. So this is uh, well, inspiration you, right. porn. That's how you desensitize people. In fact, right? It's like sure. it's like even I just keep thinking of um, Passion of the Christ. 
<laughs> Another religious movie. No. Um, oh my God. No, because it's so serious. Yes. And it's yes. so violent. And at the eventually it's like, I remember just being like, oh my God, it's too much already. I'm done. I don't even want to do this anymore. I'm not inspired. I'm not, <laughs> there's no revelation here. I'm just tired. Sure. Um, and not to say that we necessarily need to make it a joke, although maybe it could do, <laughs> or it could do with a joke or two. <laughs> sure. But it's, sure, you know. But if we're talking about keeping it accessible yeah. to somebody who's sitting there and watching a story. That doesn't if, already believe it, doesn't already agree. Yeah. And there's there's an element, I'm sure, of Passion of the Christ that is, we want to feel the full badness of it. We sure. were, like that is that was the point, right? The the act of contrition that we're supposed to be feeling. Yes. So it's not supposed to be Calvary. pleasant. It is done <laughs> purposefully, but not pleasantly. Right. Um. Other first impressions of the show. It's fun. I mean, as a musical theater piece, I was on the edge of my seat and I was having a great time. Like yeah. as, as far as just like a well done piece of musical theater, they killed it. I mean, yeah, the actors were great. The dancing was great. The singing mm -hmm. was great. Everything was across the board. So well done. So sharp. So meticulously put together that it, I've, it's hard not to enjoy it. Yeah, it's like it is a classic musical theater structure. It is like yes. in every sense of the word a musical. It is not really breaking any structural uh, uh, tropes and it kind of soars because of that. It's it is absolutely it's incredible and it's like a real testament yeah to that form to the the art form, classical musical theater. Yeah. Th like, I mean, like, we're talking, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s musicals that people are like, I don't like them because people sing out of nowhere. And yeah. I don't know why they're doing that and all of those things. And they turn around and in the same breath are like, but I'd still go see Book of Mormon. I'm like, literally all of those things that you're experiencing, that you're describing... Yeah, are, that you're criticizing about all these other classical musicals. That's what, are, that's makes, what makes Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon so good. So good. That they burst out into song. Colton. Um <laughs> so what you you had experienced uh some amateur musical, perhaps. Yeah. What was your what was your impression of musicals generally before, you know, the show? Before going to see Book of Mormon? Um <clears throat> Was there any reason why you didn't go see them? It just like, yeah. I mean, you know, I, to be honest, you know, my dad, we had cousins who were like super into drama and musicals. And when I was a teenager, my dad would take me and my brother because we had to go support them and see them and taking <laughs> a teenager on a Friday night, an hour away to watch their cousins in a musical that wasn't super entertaining, just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Sure. sure I mean, yeah. that's, that's the real reason, but... Yeah, it was just never something I thought I could be into. Yeah. Okay. And then after seeing Book of Mormon, I was like, oh, ah. like, I would go see another musical even if it wasn't, like, a funny one or yeah. like, something Interesting. like that. It's a yeah. gateway it is a, musical. It's a yeah. gateway musical. You beware. <laughs> yep. You're going to do more musicals. Yeah. Um, but I've heard that a lot. Yeah. And it's funny 
because personally I have mixed feelings about that, that like I, a part of me is like, absolutely book of Mormon. It's excellent. It's great. Yeah. I'm happy that lots of people are getting into it and it's popular on the, the, the flip side of it. There are plenty of people I know who will go to see it or will have like have seen it. And they're like, yeah, but that's the only musical I like. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. But I'm, I have also heard people like Colton say, you know what? That was good. And I think it can be good. Yeah. It's like it changed my mind about it. What do you think generally of like the, the, I guess, how familiar are you with like the idea of like bursting out into song and dance? <laughs> not, not familiar with it at all. Like, I, I don't know. I, you don't do it in your, you don't do it in your, life. in your life? No, <laughs> I can't say I do. I mean, does it feel to you when you're watching it? I mean, I have been interacting with musicals my entire life, practically. Yes. And Same. I mean, who hasn't if they've been, you know, grown up in like the Plenty Disney era, right? Oh, that's true. That's you know, true. that's if like, a, that's like Disney, part of that it. Is... Disney's like a little bit of also tangential, right? They're all yeah. musicals, basically. But we're also watching a cartoon and we almost expect cartoons to have music in them in a way that like watching people on stage um have you had experience with other drama like anything on stage mm. i mean not at a not at a professional level that i yeah. can that i can think of just like a shakespeare play or a, no nothing like that okay. all of it was just like high school students or middle Interesting. school type stuff yeah um so what did it feel like seeing that when you like go into the show and you're like, they suddenly just start singing. That's like the first thing that happens is ding dong. Hello. Well, uh, that was my favorite song that was in it. That's the first one in my head. It's so good. I mean, it's, we'll, it's yeah. we'll talk about that because I think you're onto something there for sure. But I was just like, you know, it starts with music, and I was like, oh, I was like, is everything going to be music? Like, is there any, like, are they going to talk, like, normally in this, or, like, right. is everything That's... just going to be through music? Obviously, I found out that they do just have normal conversations and stuff, but when they just started with the music, it was just kind of like, boom, like, here I am, like... You're in it. I am in it. I'm fully immersed. Yeah. Interesting. That first song, it's just speaking of things that work, uh, yeah. that... First song I mean, is one of the best opening numbers, opening numbers in musical theater musical. canon. Like it is extraordinary. I, um, I mean, I think it's telling that you felt so immersed so quickly. Yeah, and I can understand why. I mean, it is like it dives right in. It is so clear. It's clear. It's simple. It's simply staged. <sighs> it's interesting to watch the the kind of the i mean the canon of the music where mm -hmm. it's like the layering the of the voices yeah. is so fun and silly oh my, it's it, it got me excited i've listened to it a hundred million times yeah. the tony performance was exciting yeah like it is such an exciting number and and they they do they talk right in the middle of it they have yep. um it's like there's little scenelets in that song and it like it introduces you to the characters it gets the world started it is it does everything right and it does it in a way that is like very upbeat and very exciting yeah yeah did it take you any time colton to like get used to going back and forth between music and and libretto text uh not really because 
I didn't really think about it before seeing the musical, but like we went home that night and like put on whatever show, like it was, it was some cartoon. And I was like, they sing in every episode of this show. And I've just <laughs> never really thought about it. Because yeah. It's, yeah. I, it was either like South Park or Family Guy or something. Family like Guy, that. they do. Family I mean, they, I mean it's every like single Seth MacFarlane is like a Seth huge yeah. music person. He Musical has a ton of, he's, yeah, he has a ton of like albums corner. and, uh, yeah, and he, I mean, Family Guy, American Dad, they're yeah. just like chock full of music. South Park also has a ton of music. And South Park, yeah. It's all, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I realized it at the time, but like I can understand now like, oh, it didn't really phase me because I watch all of these shows where music is like very prominent in it. And in my head, it's just like, oh, they're just doing music now. Yeah, yeah makes wow. Sense. I guess I don't, I, 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 it's funny. They say I wouldn't have even remembered that. I obviously like shows that have lots of music and yeah. like Bob's Burgers does it. Sure. Um, a lot of shows now. Yeah. I mean, there's um, Central Park, but that is kind of advertised as that. Right. Central Park, like, is a musical, you know, it's got, like, four songs feels per... different. It does feel different. I don't know why but either. Why does Central Park feel different than Bob's Burgers? I'm not sure. Well, Bob's Burgers usually has, like, one Maybe. An and episode. some they don't. So that's, right. that's part of it. And Central Park is music heavy. But I think it's... It is. It's kind of all around us. And music is used in all storytelling, it, yeah. it, especially TV, film. Music is in every I mean, the music's going to, like, film. make it. If you try to watch a movie without the soundtrack and... How, how do you even do that? I'm not even sure. But I bet you it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Take very weird. Or change it. And like it's It's fun to watch, like, those the those those fake previews on youtube where they're like oh mary poppins oh, is a horror film right where all you have to do is put some spooky chords or yeah. images of mary poppins and you're like yeah that's scary, that's a scary i'm a little movie. spooked out because <laughs> yeah. music does it gets you gets you in the mood tells you easy, easy tells you what's tool. going on yeah, yeah a little bit gives yeah. you a little uh undercurrent of emotion yeah um interesting even tiktok even tiktoks they Even, use music. Yes. I mean, that's like, it's like permeated. Yes. TikTok and reels. It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. What else works? So much. I so know. Much so works. much works. Uh, the, I like the structure of the show. And um, we move from these kind of, you know, these, these really like peppy, they really did a good job um, mimicking musical theater songs. You mean making musical theater songs? I'm saying mimicking. Like when you hear the songs in the show, oh, they actually are like emulating specific... a specific song from another show. Very, a la Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon yeah, does a little the bit. same. Schmigadoon's is something really similar. I think Schmigadoon is a little... Well, they're uh, less earnest <laughs> in their music, um, but they're doing something similar. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, they, like, where they're essentially taking a a song right. that people know in the musical theater canon and kind of recreating it for yeah. the purpose of right this show. Yeah. So we've got like um, mostly me, 
is, uh, you know, somewhere between The Wizard and I and uh-huh. uh, Defying <laughs> Gravity from Wicked. Um, uh, feels, they, it feels, I mean, it's like, it, it, it just very is very Wicked, yes. Um, I the, mean, the Lion King, there are very, yes. very clear references to Lion King. Yeah, the Hakuna There's, Matata is Hasadiga Yibawai is just Hakuna Matata. Um <sighs> so funny it's so silly oh my god i mean that one's that one's really obvious i mean they mm-hmm. they, they talk about lion king they like right. bring they up, literally bring it up yeah um uh salt lake city is uh somewhere that's green yes oh yes from um little shop of horrors um and it's like has a similar vibe where it's like you're watching this person totally earnestly talking about her dream which we know that's not that much of a dream. In uh, Little Shop of Horrors, she's singing about how like her dream is to have like this cookie cutter house and and have like and a plastic lawn, yeah, and have like you know microwavable dinners in front of the TV with kids and you know have plastic over the furniture. And we're like, yeah. okay, that's not doesn't sound that extravagant. That's that suburban life that we kind of laugh at, and right? We, it's like and very, it's like her dream, and it's, her dream. and it's so genuine. She doesn't realize how much of a joke she's telling yeah because she's dead serious in this uh salt lake city she's talking about how salt lake city is like there's you know the impression of what salt lake city this this, this paradise and that there's a and the paradise like there's, there's a, a red cross on, on every, every corner, corner and, and i think that's so funny it's like that's what paradise looks like it's like that is not at all what that is what our view of paradise is sure that's not our view of paradise it's and also it's not what not what salt lake city is yeah. salt lake city is a fine city they would actually be in a very different place i mean they in would, the world i'm sure would think it if was. they got there right but it's even it's like there's more than you're dreaming for it's like that kind of like yeah you are only dreaming this far you can't even you don't fathom even know. you don't even know what you don't know and there's like a tragedy in that yeah yeah and and, and it a comedy tragedy like there's both there's that yeah there's that um tension between the two yeah and um one more thing that worked that in the end the story ends up just being a mirror of the story of joseph smith the founder of the mormon church yeah so it's like arnold ends up being joseph where it's like yeah. You have uh, this group of people that need a leader of some kind, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, it is like this, it's like the steel man for, you know, what is good about the Mormon religion, right? That right. perhaps to- Joseph Smith was providing a, a needed service for these people. And so was you know, yeah, we in hindsight are looking at it or maybe as non-Mormons we see and we're like, oh my God, what we a crazy it's ridiculous, religion. Right. It's so silly. Um, but in the end, it's like, well, if it's helping people, isn't that then isn't that kind good? of okay? What that, if it's it fulfilling it this purpose? Where they really, they set up pretty, pretty early that these the things that the Mormon church believes in are, are kind of silly or kind of ridiculous yeah. and and they make fun of them they make yeah, fun they of do. like some of how, like uh, some of the things that are pretty extreme 
and they they poke fun at it and so the whole audience can laugh and be like that is pretty silly we're 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 finding those things in mormonism that were like that's so silly and of course to mirror that we yeah have they're like changing the script a little bit and elder cunningham arnold elder is Cumming. like lying about stuff because he's just like making so things up because he never read it his own version of these like completely ridiculous things in order to help the people who are there to get them engaged yeah with the stories so that he could get them to kind of band together right and they found this like power in themselves and power in this in this group and in the religion itself and they i mean i think the way that they kind of wrap it up at the end not even wrap it up but they they like take us through this this whole journey of watching these ugandans uh learn about all these fake things that yeah uh what's his name um uh, arnold arnold yeah all the things that arnold's making up they're 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 eating it up and they're so excited about it they do this whole play within a play oh yes which is just oh my god play from king and i yes the king and i Again, uh the musical. little house of uncle thomas small house. small house of uncle thomas oh, yeah i mean also, it's just like it's just again, a brilliant of moment in musical theater mm -hmm. that they like honestly i think that play is so good mm -hmm. in book of mormon yeah I think they do it so well. It's perfect. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> they like they they put on this show where they're they're telling their version of the story or Arnold's version right. of the story and of course scandalizing the the Mormon officials that have come to yeah, the president to, of the missions or whatever he is. Because they've they've gotten all of this attention for uh converting the most people in Africa that anyone has ever converted. Yeah. And we're watching them and being like, oh my gosh, he's like totally just screwing these people over. He's yeah. feeding them all these lies that make them look ridiculous. And it's just going to like, oh my God, they're so gullible and stupid. And they just ate it all up. And then they just flip it. They flip it where they're like, what are you talking about? Salt Lake City's not a real place. It's a metaphor, which is it's also a hilarious a joke. It's so funny. <laughs> That they're like, of course we don't believe in this no. ridiculous things. This is metaphors for things. Right. And it just like that one that one surprised me. I forgot yeah, that that happened. I forgot happened. that that happened. And that in that, like they actually find some like peace and happiness in this yeah. new version of Mormonism. <laughs> and even the main character who like gets really he gets disillusioned with Mormonism and is like, I'm running away to Orlando because he sees someone get shot in the face. Right. Well, to be fair, it that is sense. traumatic. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So he tries to leave, but then he comes back because he's a scary, spooky Mormon dream. Um, mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, I don't believe in it anymore. Um, and then in the end, after all of that, he sees the benefit. He sees the he good that it's doing for the people. Yeah. And so he's back in and that's yeah, how it ends. That's how it ends. It's really interesting. And then it makes us as like everybody in the audience, Mormons or not, be like, We thought the oh, point of view was this was Yeah, we thought we were we just were... like making fun of it, but turns out maybe it's okay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. It's they fun. did a really great job it. that kind of making fun of out of love. Yes. I think there is a lot of reverence to the way they make fun of yeah. the Mormon church. I know 
back in the day, I don't know if they, I meant to check the program, but back in the day, the Mormon church put advertisements in the programs Yeah, because they, <laughs> they were they like, cool. The show was funny. Yeah. They liked it. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the same position they hold today. I assume it is. Sure. Yeah. But, but they saw it and were like, yeah, we see, we, <laughs> we can make fun of ourselves. We have a sense of humor and you're not really bad mouthing us. Right. Not, like, yeah, not really. There's stuff in the book that's weird and silly, like any religion. Everyone does ridiculous things. Everyone yeah. is, a, you know, their own, you know, Mormon people are these happy, shiny people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But everyone has their own way of being. And right. everyone from the outside will look at it and think it's ridiculous. And... That's okay. Sure. If you can look at it and I always I always say if you can't have humor about yourself, you're always gonna Yeah. You're never gonna make friends. No. You have to be able to make fun of yourself. Yes. What didn't work? Let's start with Colton. Was there anything that didn't mm. work for you? I don't know if I have enough like experience with musicals to say if something worked or didn't work. But for you, um, <laughs> was there anything you didn't enjoy? You were just like, eh, I'm bored here. I mean, honestly, no, I, I was oh, entertained the great. whole time. I was laughing every single song and like every sentence every person said made me laugh. So just the I fact that there that. was an intermission. Yeah, I, yeah, there was, there was an intermission. <laughs> there had to be a break. <laughs> and I feel like the intermission was a little too long. I was like ready to get back to oh, it. But that's really, wow, that's a that's, high praise. Yeah, truly. I mean, you guys might say something. And I'll be like, oh yeah, like now that I think of it, that didn't work. But <laughs> off the top of my head, and even after like thinking about it for a few weeks, you know, yeah. I've had time to soak it in. I can't think of anything that didn't really work that well. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really good. It was well done. The performances are excellent. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really talent. Like it, it, it makes sense. It is, it is um, clearly designed to be kind of like a fun ride. And I think yeah. it does that very well. Mm -hmm. um, of course, being musical theater people. And I'm, I like still have a little chip on my shoulder about like non-musical theater people say it's good. <laughs> but they don't even know why it's good. Don't like other musicals. Because like when, and, and they, they wouldn't like other musicals and people are like, oh my God, it's so good because it's so funny. But it's like what we just talked about where it's like this, who is making that case, right? There's like so few people go see that, that they're like realizing what actually makes it so great. That it's right. actually really interesting and making a really poignant observation about not just Mormonism, but like all religions and faith and finding it and, and kind of how stories yeah. can help us make meaning in life. It actually like has a very strong point of view and tells the story in a very clear story arc. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, it is like classic story structure yeah. and it doesn't have to deviate from that to be effective. In fact, it's effective because of that. That's, right. that's kind of the point. But this is the part of the show where we're supposed to <laughs> say oh, things that are wrong yeah, yeah. with it. <laughs> not wrong, but not that's... wrong. Some things that didn't really work for me yeah. or you. Um, one thing, uh, I don't love Man Up as a song. Just as a song. Just... I just don't like that song. 
Um, sure, yeah. And it's like when Elder Cunningham, uh, Elder Price has just left, and Elder Cunningham has been kind of tapped by the the village to, um, well, it's like Elder Price is gone, but you can do it. You're a Mormon. Why don't you do it? You can still baptize. And he's like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I guess I can. Well, what did Jesus do when he was on the cross? Did he just like whine and go away? No, he manned up. And he's like sings this weird kind of like... <laughs> masculinity song and it's it's got the one joke that it's like it's this weird like kind of awkward nebbishy kid who's singing about kind of manning up right, right, right. for well this religious thing and as like the the stereotype of mormons being a little bit you know uh genteel or maybe even effeminate or uh just not very masculine and manly and tough people and he's like seeing it about being tough but it, that was kind of never that was never the problem right that was like never really the thing that sure. he needed and i, I realize and of course that, that's not that could that's not necessarily disqualifying as um, I think because, like, you know, structurally stories. it works. Yeah, because just it's fine. like people think they need a thing and they really well, need course, something else. Because that's very classic in very, stories, again. right? It's like I thought I needed this thing, and turns out I had it all along. Um, I just I don't like the song, and uh, I don't think it's that funny. Yeah, it has that, and it seems the, out of nowhere. The the single joke thing. Yeah, um, and that's a very very like picky yeah note that i i have about plenty of musical theater songs sure um but yes i i generally it's not my favorite song in the whole show i think another song that is kind of that single joke is baptize me yes baptize me same thing or it's like a it's just kind of the one joke where they're singing to each other he's gonna baptize her but it like kind of sounds like they're talking about taking each other's virginity yeah and it's like that's just one joke again it's and like again and like I, I get and the joke um it's like almost not scandalous enough yeah almost like standing I, up against the rest of the show yeah right? it's it's a little like milk toast and and it's not we also it, already know that they're going to do it there's no they don't even have something like not that a song we've talked about this too but not that a song necessarily needs to be action it doesn't need to move the story forward but if it's not going to be a joke and it's not really going to tell us anything new why are we even doing because we already know that he's excited about it we know that they're going to do it we know that she's weird and nervous about it I mean, and then we have to moment. listen there. They've yeah. never gotten a baptism. Yes. In Uganda before. Yes. So it is a big moment. And it's like, we're like, we forget that it actually is kind of a big moment yeah. because of the joke. Right. It's, it's almost like making it, it, it makes sense to parallel it to losing virginity in terms of something that is that big of a deal. Sure. But, I don't think, I think the joke pulls us away from, not that they care. That's the other but thing. But the like earnestness of it, of the yes. moment. And I think that's probably my biggest criticism is that there weren't enough real moments in this production. That is my, certainly my, because there my is, biggest. Yeah, there is. I, I did like criticism. Elder Price generally kind of did it differently than I'd ever seen it. And yeah. um there was something, there's something like grounded about what he was doing. It was like a reality to him right. that I thought was interesting. Um, and not out of 
character, not like out of sight of the world of the show, but it just was like, oh, he's like actually having these real responses, not just like a cartoon character. It was refreshing. And that was because nice. I have seen it done like very, very broad. And it's like happy. He's the straight man and and Cunningham is the clown, you know. Right. But um But in in that I would say my biggest there's the show's hilarious, like Colton was saying, like every line is funny. Yeah. Everything is hilarious. Yes. That I was looking for moments of relief, relief especially <laughs> in Salt Lake City. Yes. Um because of that, like I am a big Ellen Green Little Shop fan. Yes. Um, but somewhere that's green, that that moment of like that really sincere, I really want this. I really like, this is something that I like, I want to see her dreams and like the way I don't, I don't remember what it, how it was played when I saw it, you know, yeah, ago. I remember it being a little bit more sincere than that. Like I really. Think so. And maybe tried to be, and just like, didn't yeah. work out for me that night. Who knows? Yeah. I don't but know. There was something that like, People were laughing on about every line. Yes. Which I don't think needs to happen. Like it was played right. to it was get played the for laughs. the joke as opposed to letting the jokes be. Because that's that's how, say, you know, somewhere that screen goes. It's like, it's this really pretty song and she's obviously very earnest, but when you listen to the words, you're like, Oh, that's silly. Yeah. That's kind of what it should be like. It right. should it, be it makes she it, is, it gives it that tension between yes. like Oh, that's like kind of a funny thing we want to laugh at, but like, yeah. but like she really that makes feels me feel it. bad that I want to laugh at. That. Right. And right. there was something missing, at least about the way it was played this time, that I didn't. We didn't get like, the whole. I felt like of it was moment. like it was a joke. Yeah. The song was a joke. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. And I've heard in the past people be like, "Oh, that's a boring song," and I'm like, "Yeah, but you need in the context. I think you do need." I you need, need relief. I need a relief comedy. from the joke because, and it's even it, if the even mm -hmm. if the song is funny, even if there's something comedic about what it is, I I want, want heart. Yeah, and I think that maybe is a general criticism. I mean, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this probably, but general right. criticism of South Park that I have had, and why uh -huh. I don't like it as much as say The Simpsons oh, or yeah. even Family Guy or sure. American Dad, but mostly kind of the Matt Groening stuff is like. Really, is, it's all heart. It's really yeah. just like all heart. And Bob's Burgers, same thing. It's all love and heart, and they're ridiculous and they're mean to each other or screw up, but they love each other so much, and you can yeah. see it. Um, and you need the heart as well as the the humor and South Park. Again, like you said, they don't they don't give a shit about it. Yeah. That's and that's like the that's the brand, right? That's the brand. And that's not to say that there is it's a style. None. It's Again, a, I haven't seen that much South Park. I've seen quite a I'm, bit, I'm but sure I mean, some sure. It's been going on for twenty years. You know, it's like the, oh at this point, there's so much to watch that I, I'm sure that I'm missing some nuance there. I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I think in the past, if I when I've watched South Park, I've been underwhelmed because it's there isn't a relief. Right. I agree. Yeah. That's, I think that's part of why I never got into it either. Yeah. Um, another thing about the show, circling again back to this whole idea that it is uh, like a classical musical theater structure. They, because it is, because it is so classical, I think it does fall in the pitfalls. Like it, 
that classical musical theater falls into yeah. where a moment like uh, baptize me is baptize you baptize baptize you I'm they say both, both of them say yeah i don't know what it's called baptize though. me i think baptize me yeah um it it moves the story along a spooky moment hell specifically for me <laughs> i think it feels i don't know it was, it was never my favorite i don't i don't feel like it Wow, I like Spooky Mormon Hell Dream. I, I think I it's know funny. a lot of people. A lot of people do. It's not, <laughs> I like it's that. not the most popular opinion, but it comes like right after. I mean, there's one song before it, but it's it's one of the first in Act Two. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to be the silly beginning of Act Two. This is yeah. just kind of like we're. It's like we're. It's silly. from. It's like a main uh, uh, a holdover from the time when they would start the show and people weren't really in their seats yet. So they made sure uh, to have something that was a little bit fluffy. It was like Shapoopy from Music Man. It's like it's mm -hmm. a nothing song. Nothing happens in that song. It's not important, yeah. and it's like a million years long because it's very exciting. It gets people back in the show, but they're also expecting people not to quite be ready yet to see. They're still chatting, they're still getting their drinks, they're coming, it was much more a social event. Yeah. So they get to come back and sit down and not miss anything. And while Spooky Mormon Hell Dream, it like, it, it, it does move the story along. He has a bad dream, which makes him go back. I yes. get it, it is a plot point. It just is like, it's very long for me. It's not, it doesn't feel funny enough or serious enough to be that long personally. And that is, again, it might just be a personal preference, but I do feel like moments like that where they're like, oh, this works well in the structure of the show. And it does. It moves. Yeah. The way the show moves, I think, is great. You, it, you're sitting and watching. Even, even I, I'm sitting there enjoying the whole show. Yeah. It's just those moments for me, if I'm not quite snapping in, it just gives me a second to sit back and be like, is this really working? <laughs> it is, it's fun, but. Yeah, it's your bend and snap. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love um, bend and snap. No. Because that, that doesn't take me out. Mm, takes but me yeah. out. Takes me out of uh, Legally Blonde, the bend and snap. No, no. Uh, um, great. Let's move on to some superlatives, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. Do you have an Oscar moment? Do I have an Oscar moment? Um, uh, I think Mahasadika uh, Iboai gets best song. <clears throat> okay. I think that song is so brilliant. I think the joke is really funny. I think it's it's really clever how they get <laughs> the Mormon boys to say this this phrase that means fuck you God so many times before they even know what it means. And I think it is so funny. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I, I mean, just, it's like and the bombshell build. after bombshell, like, <clears throat> and the build is great. Cause it's like starts as kind of like a, you know, Hakuna Matata type of thing. And then it just they gets really worse, and worse, really and worse and worse and worse. It's so <laughs> it's just, funny. It's like, it's like how does this so get worse? It's funny. Oh my it's God. It's really good. And I think that gets best song for me. Okay. I like it. I, I think I'd have to give it to the tap number. Oh yeah. Turn, I mean, it, turn off. it off. It's just <laughs> so stupid and so musical theater. They just have like a tap break in the middle of a song that that is it's off of a 
miscommunication. Yeah. That he's like, oh, he must also be having gay thoughts like me. That's the whole. Right. Because there's the, there's the gay the Mormon. Is we turn off the, our, yeah. We turn off our feelings. But there, you know, the whole song is about turning off your feelings like a light switch. Very silly, very fun. They, the jokes are great. But the dance number it's is good. so it's good. It's so fun. And they are, I was very specific this time because last time I saw it, they started tapping and I was like, that has to be recorded because they're not wearing tap shoes. They yeah. were walking around the whole scene. Oh my goodness. Scene. So this <laughs> he turns time, to me and he's like, like, are like, they wearing tap shoes? Look, are they wearing tap shoes? And they, they sure were. Clearly are I'm not tap even shoes. sure how they were doing it because it was, they were making no noise for a full scene of like oh. eight Mormon boys in tap shoes on the stage walking and not a single so, tap. So Crazy. well done. The, 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 you have to walk very, very carefully. It is not easy. And so maybe, I mean, just that trick alone <laughs> yeah. deserves an Oscar. Sure. But also, like, in the middle of it, they they clap on and clap off the oh lights. Oh, my God. Because it's, it's so brilliant. Because they're talking about turning on and off lights. But the only dance break that could work with the lights off is a is tap a break. a tap break. And it's just, like, so many silly, stupid things that just all work together. Oh my gosh. And then the second time they turn off the lights and turn it back on, they have a costume change. They're all wearing pink yeah. sparkly vests. Which For so no reason. It means nothing. It means nothing. But it's, Elder Price also, like, yeah. has joined the number in that costume change. So just, like, he's been... It's so funny. It, it, it just works. They, like, they take these... These tropes and these things that people are like, those are ridiculous, those are crazy. And it shows people that that can work. Yeah. It can help tell the story. Yeah. Even with a stupid song, even with a stupid dance that doesn't like that doesn't connect like there's no reason why Mormons should know how to tap dance. There's no reason <laughs> why Uganda. they should have like a box full of sparkly, sparkly vests. vests. That, all of this makes no sense. Oh my God. But all does it for help the tell joke. the story? Yes. All does for it, the joke to have hilarious? him tap Absolutely. away that McKinley taps away at the end of that scene. <laughs> he just flap, 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 flap. So stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh my God. It's so dumb. Um, Colton. Do you have an Oscar Ooh. moment for the show? I'm gonna <clears throat> kind of steal what Colin said. Yeah. The only part of the show that took me out of it was when they made that costume change from wearing whatever oh. they were wearing to the pink sparkly nah. vest. Okay. I like that happened. And I like turned to my girlfriend. I was like, "How did they do that? Like the lights were out for like four <laughs> seconds." I'm like, "It was how really is wow. that even magic. possible? Stage magic. Stage yeah. magic. Love I was it. very impressed by that, and that is stuck in my head. I'm like, I, I still don't know how they did that. And theoretically, ah, while that. they're tap dancing the whole time. Right. Yes. Crazy. I don't. I don't know how that happens. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure. Their vest. They could have them on their person somewhere. Yeah. But like, who knows? I don't to know. do it that quickly and I that, know. I mean, I th brilliant. Ugh. So good. All right. Unearned moment. <laughs> um, okay. I'll go. Yeah. Um, I, because I think that the moment that Salt Lake City was not um, sincere mm -hmm. or not completely insincere, but because it didn't really get to a, a really grounded place where I like really, really like believed in her and kind of like felt for her. Yeah. Um, there was a moment at the end where she comes in to check um, like how their play did and they, 
she's like, oh, how did it go? And they're like, oh, we're, we have to, we have to leave because that was the, because, and the, they're really mad at us. And they're mad. Know, the, yeah. the head of the, it was all lies. The I lied. Yeah. Is like really mad and like, you guys don't know anything. And, yeah. And she, is so distraught that they're not going to Salt Lake City. She mm -hmm. thought they were taking all of them to Salt Lake right. City and gets like, is really upset and like has this moment where she's like, you lied. This was my dream. I can't believe you tricked me. And there's something that that's, that was played very sincerely and yeah. very well. And I, and I just think because it wasn't set up in a way that like she had this like real serious and grounded moment before, I just think it misses, it misses something. Yeah. We're, we're lacking something in that later moment. And I'm like, okay, but like you played it like you're like this silly, goofy, like, oh, my head's in the clouds. And like, there's not like, I don't know if I believe that this is as. Yeah. You know, as that makes serious sense. as, as, as. Mm -hmm. deep as as it's feeling right now right because if you don't have that doesn't, first genuine moment then you right. don't have the tragedy doesn't mean as much right i think it's written in i just think the way it was played this time it just like doesn't feel it did not feel like it was earned in the end yeah hmm. that was interesting great what about yours I don't like the maggots in my scrotum joke <laughs> it happens three <sighs> times and i don't love it um, I, I think it it's three, three times, just three times. Um, one time he just tells him that he's like, Oh, I'm the doctor. I have magazine in my scrotum. And they're like, Oh my God, I can't help you for that. Um, that's a very funny moment in that first time because oh, he's I love like, that first moment because excellent. that first one's funny because you know, elder price is like trying to convince them to convert. And he's like, I got real problems. I have maggots in my scrotum. Does Mormonism help with that? <laughs> and that's like a really, I mean, it's extreme, but it, but, but it, but it, but it but makes it sense really there. it was really sincere because just, Elder Price was like, does anyone have like weird right. feelings at night? And he's like, oh, oh I, I do. do. Yeah, they're like, inside. Oh, do you, ever, do you ever feel like something's wrong? He, something's wrong? He's like, yes, like yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, does it feel like this? He's like, no, no, I have, I have maggots in my scrotum. Can you help with that? <laughs> and he's like, very like, yeah. Can you help with that? Right. And he's and, and, he's, and like, like literally oh, can't no. even can't even interact, interact with, with it. It's yeah. so extreme for him that he's just right. Walks it's just away. like scrotum maggot scrotum doctor appears two other times, and it's the last and line of the, the show. Of the, that's yeah. And it's the last line of the whole and show. I, am, I just don't think that that is deserved. It really upsets me. I really don't like that They've joke not earned at it. all. I think it is unearned. How are you, Colton? Do you have any unearned moments? I couldn't really think of any as you guys were going through it. <laughs> but there was also parts of the show where I think my brain, like I realize now that, oh, at the time I didn't really like that. Kind of like the... um. The, the baptize me part, I thought that was a little... Uh, now that yeah. you guys brought it up, I'm like, yeah, that was just a one one joke thing. Yeah. but We don't I, need to ruin the show for you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> ruins it. The, no. um, I agree with you, though. The maggots in the in the scrotum thing. Yeah. Like, the first time it was like, oh, like, shock oh, value. Geez, like, right. that's really raunchy. Like The second time was for yeah. a rhyme. It was for, like, a song rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. 
I still think it was. I think and it worked was, in that okay. time. You didn't like it, but I, I don't I, love I think it. It works the second time. I don't like it at the end. And then at the end, it's like the last thing. I'm yeah. like, I don't. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to walk away from the show with. It's oh, very. Come on. I feel like it's very South Park. Though. It is yeah. very South okay, Park. Okay, guys, remember it's us. Remember, right. right? And like everybody. At least when I was there, like every time he said that line, like the whole place like went wild. Yeah, and I was like, dead. yes, yes. It's like people love it, but not that funny. Like compared that. to the rest of the yeah. show, like it's I appreciate, not. I appreciate so, you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you saying that for sure. There's so much in that show that's funny, and that is so, not the funniest joke. And I think it is set up funny at the beginning. Yeah, I think it is funny at yeah. the beginning. Just yeah. not, not every time. No. Any other. Uh, Any other superlatives? I think uh, I think the show just this production gets uh, an honorary uh, moment for me for uh, uh, musical theater elbows. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> the dance number for two by a, two is so like exciting. Most, most musical theater thing that like really works. Yes, um, like they their elbows those, were just I mean, flying. Uh, they were like mm, those mm, dance moves mm. are sharp the dancers, and they're yes. like. They were like really so much energy, it. so exciting to like watch them sing two by two and do the whole dance. I love number. that. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, it's so good, so good, so exciting. Yeah, I would give oh. it to. I love how dumb it is when Arnold is making things up. The song is "You're Making Things Up Again, Arnold," but in that song, his conscience starts <laughs> showing up as like his favorite characters from yes, sci-fi like, right. and fantasy so the hobbits show up the and hobbits a generic uh, uh darth vader or boba fett boba shows fett, up and it's like not actually boba fett but it's like a generic boba fett or and then uh, there's is, uhura from yeah, 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 star yeah, from trek star shows trek. up it's oh. so funny that's like his conscience it's so funny like what a stupid it's like such a cheesy musical theater trope for like you're conscious to come on and be a person that's saying yeah. and like to do it as these like stupid characters, it's just I thought it was delightful. I loved that is it. delightful. Yeah, all in all, very delightful. Absolutely, I love it. I think it is excellent. Yes, wonderful. Well, I think it's time to sign off. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for uh, listening in or watching. Uh, if you haven't been watching, you missed out because Colin has a nice new haircut. I've got nice new glasses and I'm wearing a very cute outfit. Oh so uh, find us on uh, YouTube and all the places. Um, there'll be a message after the show telling you where to find us. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up. Uh, thanks Great. so much for listening or watching. Uh, if you haven't been watching, you're missing out. Colin has a nice new haircut. I've got new glasses and a cute mm. outfit so you can catch us uh, uh, on the on YouTubes. the YouTubes on the video um, if you would uh, like to see our pretty faces. Uh, but this is Then A Moment, and I am Pavi Prochko. And remember, musical theater elbows always work. And I am Colin Funk. And remember, a scrotum full of maggots is only funny one time. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Then A Moment a Pavitas production project, hosted by Colin Funk and Pavi Prochko. This podcast is produced by Chicago Podcast Studio. Our opening cartoon was created by Gloriu, and our theme song was composed by me, Pavi Prochko. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Then a Moment Pod, all one word. 
for updates on new episodes and behind-the-scenes content. If you have any feedback, comments, concerns, or kudos, you can email us at thenamomentpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us wherever you can. It would help us out a bunch. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.